Greetings, welcome everyone, guests, friends, returning listeners to Lit in the Lord. I'm your host, Litney, and I'm so excited that you decided to tune in to this particular episode here in Lit in the Lord. Hello, happy new year, happy new day, happy evening whenever you're listening to this particular message i hope that you are greeted with joy with love with peace with hope with faith with all things good all things god because we need it today in this world i am glad to be back here i am grateful for the opportunity to just share a particular passage of scripture that I've been meditating on and it comes from 1 Samuel verses a uh, chapter 1 verses 19 I want to start there and I'll provide some backdrop and also expand a little further and just wanted to share this with you that we can be encouraged together in knowing how intentional and how faithful God is In verse 19, it reads, And they rose up in the morning early and worshiped before the Lord and returned and came to their house to Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. So you may be saying, well, why did they get up early? And why were they worshiping? Why did they have to go back home? Well, every year they would go and offer a sacrifice at the house of the Lord, which was at Shiloh. And so they would go and offer sacrifices. But one thing that's notable in chapter one, verse five was it says, and starting at verse four says, and when the time was that Elkanah offered, he gave to Penina, his wife. And to all her sons and her daughters portions, but unto Hannah, he gave a worthy portion for he loved Hannah, but the Lord had shut up her womb. So this man, Elkanah, he has two wives, but he loves Hannah. Hannah is the one he will go above and beyond for. However, the Bible tells us that the Lord had shut up her womb. But then as we fast forward a couple more verses, she has laid out at the altar. She has offered God her vow and she's pleading with God. She's petitioning God. She's saying, Lord, if you give me a child, if you give me a man child, I'm going to give him back to you. Lord, please hear my cry. She's pleading with God. She's making vows at the altar and she's so intense that Her mouth is moving, but there's no words coming out, no audible words coming out. And she's so intent on speaking to to God from her heart and pouring out her heart before God. Now, let's just take a pause right there. I'm sure if you haven't already been in a place, you may be at that place or maybe, you know, as life goes on, you realize that there are some things where there appears to be no words, but you're pouring your heart out before God. And God, he, he does sees. 
And when the priest saw Hannah crying out, pour, uh, pouring out her heart, he didn't interpret it as that. He was like, she's drunk. You know, this lady, she moving her mouth and no words are coming out. She a little bit tipsy. And on top of that, she's in the house of the Lord being tipsy. And so we find here that she has to um, explain herself and tell Eli, like, no, I'm not drunk. I am just coming out of pouring out my complaint, pouring out of my grief. And he tells her to go in peace that the Lord had heard and he was going to answer and he was going to grant her the petition that she had asked of him. And so she went ahead and got up out of her um, sorrow, got up out of her grief and she began to eat. And there are some times in our lives where it seems like we've done all we can and it does take a, someone to speak back to you to speak uh, to you, they may not know your situation, but even as we go through our lives, as we hear, um, you know, encouragement along our paths, we become equipped to um, move ahead, to get up, to eat, so she can no longer be sad. But when she got back to her house, so this is where we started at in verse 19, her and her husband got back to the house, she got a word that she could go in peace. And so she remembered that word. And so when she went back home, she did the work that she needed to do to receive the expectation of what would manifest from the word that was spoken. And what I love about the verse in verse 19 at the latter part, it says, and the Lord remembered her. She put in the work. She believed God. She got up and moved on with life. And in verse 20, it says, wherefore it came to pass when the time was come about after Hannah had conceived that she buried son and called his name Samuel, saying, because I have asked him of the Lord. She was so grateful for having a child that God had blessed her with. She knew it was nobody but the Lord because her womb had been shut. She couldn't have children. She saw her husband bear children with another woman, not just one child. It says that Penina had sons and daughters, plural. So we can assume at least four, four children have been produced. Four uh, children have come out of uh, their relationship and Hannah's still barren. But because she was in a position, she had made her vow and she had took it to the altar before the Lord. And God had even responded to her to have peace in the matter. And when she went back and applied the word and decided, I can try again. And so it is in this particular passage that has continued to stir inside of me that the Lord, he remembers that word remember it, it, it denotes to mark, to remember, to mention that he's, he's on his throne. Remember like, Oh, I, I remember I shut up Hannah's womb. Oh, I remember it's time to open that womb. Ah, isn't it amazing when God remembers you and I want to encourage you that God has not forgotten about you, that even uh, whether it's a, a child, whether it's a relationship, whether it's an idea, a vision, a job, whatever your situation may be, whether it's a closer walk with the Lord and just coming to know him. Don't give up on that, on what he's put inside of you, because he's going to 
remember and when he remembers what he promised what what you what you gave as a vow to him he's going to remember those times and you don't have to be discouraged you can be encouraged by God because Hannah she encouraged me and not only did she encourage me to remind me that the Lord remembers but she also reminded me that I have to remember that I can give God praise because she gave Samuel back to the Lord. And in chapter two, I like how it says how her prayer in, in chapter one, her prayer was out of grief and it was out of complaint. But in chapter two, it's a whole new rhythm. It's a whole new cadence. It says, and Hannah prayed and said, and starting in verse one, my heart rejoiceth in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee. Neither is there any rock like our rock. Talk no more exceedingly proudly. Let not arrogancy come out of your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge and by him actions are weighed. And she goes through the whole uh, rest in her rest of her prayer, just giving God praise, just adorning him and telling how great he is, telling how good he is, how faithful he is, how he answers prayer, how he does things that doesn't make sense. He's a God who can work in your favor. And so I'm thankful that as we look, as we look in, into this year, that we can remember that the Lord remembers us. And that also we can remember him with our commitment and our praise as we move forward together. Thank you again for listening to this particular episode. For more messages of faith, hope, and love that bring encouragement and motivation igniting from the word of God, you can stay connected here and lit in the Lord by following or favoriting this podcast on your respective platform. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay lit in the Lord.